0: Hi guys, welcome back to Doing It All with Jess and M. Em. am Emily.
1: I'm Jessica. And today we're gonna talk about fitness as a career. Woo, we talked about fitness in a couple
0: episodes back and we had mentioned that we were gonna make a episode on this. So now, yeah, Jessica's gonna have a tell all of her experience with making fitness as a career. And before we start that though, we do wanna talk about our plan for the pod again we did talk about our plan for the pod before but a little updated one for anyone who cares this is going to be our last episode of our first season type deal we're going to like break it up into seasons that's what other podcasters do i guess but this will be our last episode until probably august we're going to take a little break because jessica and i are busy busy. Um, and i'm going out of town aren't you going out of town or am I wrong?
1: Yes. Maybe. It's up in the air.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm like for sure going out of town for two weeks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am going to Austin this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought you were going out of town somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, our lives are just crazy. Summer's happening. So we figured it'd be best to just kind of end the season and then start fresh in August. We know we have like a few ideas and plans for August when we get back to it. If anyone is a graphic designer and wants to make this new logo, um, let us know because <laughs> Canva did ours, but I'd love it if it was better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and well, we already have a few episodes planned for our next season. And if anyone has ideas or like you want us to hear us, you want to hear us talk about things, obviously let us know, let us know, but Let's get into the episode. Before we do, happies and crappies, I'm actually prepared today. <laughs> um, so I will go first. Since I feel like I always make you go first. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but Jessica's going to talk this whole episode. So I got you. My crappy this week, I was going to say this week, or today, my crappy, my most recent crappy, is that yesterday and still today, um, the air quality where I live is very bad, and it really wasn't bad until yesterday. Today's still pretty bad. I think it was kind of getting weird Monday, but it's kind of scary like the smoke looking outside and it really is messing with my throat a little bit which is not fun um and it's also making me feel like i can't be outside and i usually take walks so i'm like mm. we like shut all of our windows too like yeah it's just the air quality is kind of scary i know it's really bad back at home as well but if anyone's dealing with air quality if you guys are doing okay but that's definitely my crappy is that and then my happy I have two happies. My first happy like the most important one is that I got a second job which I will start um, when I get back from vacation which is really exciting. I have a morning schedule which will be so nice Um, and I do still plan on keeping my restaurant job but it won't be every day anymore and it will definitely not be Saturday and Sunday nights so that'll be great. My second happy is that my favorite band released a tour. Well, released, they announced. I should say, announced a tour. Released is not the correct word, but my favorite band, the band Camino, announced a tour. They're releasing an album in August, and I think we're gonna get the VIP tickets to see their like acoustic performance. But I'm very excited about their tour,
1: and those are my happies and creepies. So exciting! I okay. didn't know they were coming out an album I just in August. It. August 11th, I think.
0: And Taylor releases her speak now soon, too. I know. But, no, I saw the Van Camino announce a tour, and I was like, I don't think anyone understands. I am so excited. And it's on a Sunday. The Chicago date's on a Sunday. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I don't know. Thank you, universe. Because it's like they knew that I won't
1: have to deal with, like, scheduling off of work. Like. I'm just so excited. Anyways. The universe was like, you couldn't go see Taylor, so here you go.
0: No, for real. I actually think I would, like, I mean, obviously the Band Camino is, like, way easier to get tickets for for Taylor. Anyone who tried to get tickets for Taylor or got tickets for Taylor knows the struggle bus that it was. The Band Camino is not like that. Even if I wanted, like, GA tickets, I'm sure it would be fine. But if I had, like, work or some other thing going on on that day that they announced the tour, I think I actually would, like, have sobbed. Anyways,
1: boom, <laughs> I'm going to get tickets, so we're good. Love it. Um, I guess I'll go with my crappy. Uh, to start, my crappy is that found out about the Spring Awakening cast list, and I am not on it, which really sucked. I felt like I was going in with the mindset of, like, I'm manifesting this. I'm getting cast in the show and kind of got like a little too attached to it, which was like not a great thing to do. Um, and I also really want to work for this company. So I think that was probably more so the fact of like, dang, I really want to work for them than like not getting cast. Um, so I'm really sad about that. It took so long for the cast list to come out though. So that was agony in itself. Like it took two weeks i was kind of like i'm probably not cast anyway just because of how long it's taken um which i will say i feel like kind of softened the blow of not getting cast like because it took so long that i was kind of like yeah um but i'm such a huge believer in everything happens for a reason and we talked about this in our rejection episode i was like maybe i should go listen to my own advice (laughs) um but I'm like cool now, uh, but yeah, that kind of sucked. So that's my that's my crappy. Um, my happy is that I am going to Austin this weekend. I can't believe I forgot. I I think because Austin is just like it's only like two and a half hours away. It's like not like yeah, it's not it's like super far. Like like it's like we're going to visit some friends i'm hopefully going to go see katie Ochter, who we had on our podcast Yay. the last episode last thing so hopefully i'm able to make it work so we can hang out for a little bit as well i'm really excited for a little weekend getaway and yeah it'll just be a lot of fun And yeah that's it. That's all I got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just talked a lot because I was really excited about the band Camino. Yeah, you should be.
1: <laughs>
0: but And I was prepared. I feel like when I'm prepared, I have more to say. But nice. Cool. Well, now that we've done our happies and crappies, we talked about our plan again for our pod. Now it's time to ask Jessica some questions about making fitness a career. So, I'm sure those listening know that Jess is an Orange Theory coach, and she has been for a year now, right? You hit your one year? Yeah, a little
1: over a year. Yeah,
0: so she's been doing it for a minute. May 1st. She's been doing it for a minute now. Um, But before she did Orange Theory, she did other things. So, I'm going to basically be interviewing Jess today. But my first question or like first thing to kind of get started started is how did you get started in fitness and why did you choose your first I don't want to is it would it be called like boutique fitness like why did you choose your first like fitness area to begin with because you'll explain it in a second. Yeah, I will.
1: <laughs> um, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was living in new york city and i had like three jobs i was a hostess at a restaurant i was working in coffee i had like two babysitting jobs um and babysitting wasn't that bad because it was like twice a week and, and super cool um really nice people um the restaurant i worked at was so toxic i did end up quitting that and it just got exhausting working in coffee. It's like super early mornings, which is kind of ironic now. But <laughs> um really early, just not fulfilling at all. I think if anyone has ever worked in service. Um, you know, you get it. <laughs> it can be waiting tables and all that stuff can be great money. And that is a reason why a lot of people in the theater industry wait tables is because it's so flexible and it does you do get a good paycheck pretty easy money um at the end of the day and you're able to go to auditions and you're able to be in shows because it is more flexible etc etc so that is like one of the easiest ways to make money but it just is not a good time it's not fun and when i lived in new york i was really depressed i moved right before covid happened Um, I, it was just really, I feel like a lot of circumstances were happening. I didn't have hot water for like three months of the like six months that I lived there. I
0: didn't know that.
1: Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was, uh, the sun sat at like 4 PM, which was not something I was used to. And I think that when you are in school, you're always busy and that was a huge adjustment from like not really having, I felt like if I wasn't going to an audition, I didn't have a purpose. And then auditions and that whole thing is just insane. And we can have a whole conversation about New York another day. But as I was searching for jobs, I was like, what is something that I love, or that I can do on the side that is also fulfilling. And I was also applying to places where I could like take a hot shower. (laughs) Um, And so I had a lot of people that um, I knew that were personal trainers that were fitness instructors. I love the idea of a free gym membership. So I was applying to equinox to work front desk because they have bougie amenities and i was like i could take a shower here and use all their expensive amenities for free if i just work at the desk um easy peasy Uh, they contacted me and they're like we actually think you'd be a great fit for our personal training program and i was like super cool interviewed with them got super excited about it was like oh cool weird didn't really see this but I'm not mad about it. Really good interview process. Um, They called me again for a second interview. But in between that time period, I had decided that I was moving back to Houston uh, because my mental health could not take it anymore. And I will say this so many times, but it is so important to prioritize your mental health over everything else. Like you need to take care of your mind to be right with your body, with your life, with everything. So uh, made that decision and then COVID happened. So ended up going back sooner. But luckily they did contact the Houston uh, branch of Equinox. We only have one location here. And they called me and they were like, hey, we're shutting down for like three weeks because, you know, the world's shutting down but we'll be in contact and then we all know that the world shut down for more than 3 weeks. So just never never happened. Um but that's okay. Everything happens for a reason. Um so I had previously worked at Pure Bar as a like, front desk girl and I love the workout I think I talked a little bit about this in our fitness journey episode, but uh, I wanted to work dust because free membership, but also I kind of had the idea. I really liked the idea of becoming a teacher. Uh, And so I was like, maybe I should revisit this. So I actually got a membership at Pure Bar then in hopes of going to start doing this i'm going to become a peer bar teacher and i did so um that started um and i could talk about that in just a moment um but during the pandemic i decided to start working on my nasm or nasm personal training certification it took me a little bit longer than I'd like to admit to actually do it. I'm just a procrastinator. And then I got like extensions for the test. And I will go into that in just a little bit. But I personally realized that I never really saw myself personal training, individual clients, I saw myself more in the group fitness setting and boutique fitness, I think, because it creates such a sense of community. And I think when you grow up in like dance and doing theater or if you ever play sports, that is just normal. Like you're in a group setting. And so I think it's very seamless to kind of flow into that. And I also just really loved the community that I saw group fitness places have. So that is why I ended up in boutique fitness. Yeah, so For Pure Bar, I somehow got in contact with the lead teacher at my old studio somehow, I cannot remember how that ended up happening. But the universe works in crazy ways. And they were looking to hire another teacher. And I was like, Yes, I love Pure Bar, I'm going to say this. But realistically, the training process, like the stuff you have to do. And this was my franchise. And I know that other people that have been trained through other studios, or all around, you have to pay for your training. And that is like, red flag number one. <laughs> um, I will say I got reimbursed during an 18 month contract, which I ended up breaking so we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But I got reimbursed mostly for my training after being a teacher and passing the test out video. Uh, So honestly, hard like some of the hardest training I've ever done. I did it via zoom also, which was even more challenging. Um, But if you've never taken a pure bar class specifically, um, it is too eight count. So everything is to the beat of music, which helps with being a musician, being a dancer, that is very beneficial. Um, teaching that because if you're very familiar with music, it is uh, easy breezy. It's something that people that don't have a music background that do become peer bar teachers struggle with more. So that was like, they're like, this is the hardest thing. And I was like, this is the easiest thing. But um, I had four days of training for that and then I had a long test out process so you have after your training ends you have a month to film a test out video and you film everything from the warm up to the very end stretch of a pure bar classic class and then the early teacher sends it into corporate and they you know grade you and they're like okay this person it can start teaching or this person needs to film a video again and I passed thankfully <laughs> um and I started teaching and I really fell in love with teaching I my studio was really small and so I knew my clients very well um they knew me very well a lot of fun I really loved all the like teachers that I worked with it was a and it's mostly women also, which is like fun too. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it was great. I ended up like six or seven months into teaching Pure Bar. I ended up going to another training called Empower, which is a more uh, cardio-centric based format that they have. And they have all sorts of formats now. They just changed a lot of stuff. but got chained in that. And I loved teaching that it was a little chaotic, and I could never catch my breath ever. But it was so fun. Um, And that was a lot of work. But it was the same process, but was a day of training, and then film a test out video within a month, and then you can start teaching after you test out. Um, With pure bar, you're given choreo quarterly. So there's a few different things that you will. Different parts of class. So there's your warm up, and this is. I know some things have changed a little bit. So this is speaking from 2022 when I left Peer Bar, in like August of 20 September of 2022 is when I left. So I'm gonna talk about it from there. So if you do Peer Bar right now and it's a little different, I'm sorry, but um. You have a warm up, weight work, uh, and then there's three thighs, two seats, and or you're like butt. (laughs) Um, We call it seat. And then there's a core focus focus section, which is just like right before abs. That is a little bit more of a. I loved core focus, but it's very like hard as a teacher sometimes to like get people to understand it, and then. Um, abs for the rest of class, and then you like stretch um there's a fly <laughs> um so yeah, that's a pure bar classic class ultimately. you have to memorize your entire thing, and your class had to change every single day. Now, when you knew all the choreo for that quarter, it was pretty easy to be like, Oh okay, cool, like I can like just switch these out every once in a while um. And if you have a good memory, like I do again, if you're, I will say a lot of pure bar teachers, at least four at my studio used to be part of performing in some way, ballerina, theater, another like dancer and another theater person. So it's very, you know, a lot of people that I've met have done that. So it just kind of, for us, it was, I guess, easier Kind of, maybe, I don't know, not gonna speak for them. But for me, that part was easier. (laughs) Um, So memorize all of it. It was just, there's so much work that goes into that class for the little amount of pay per class that you do get. And at the end of the day, when I had to Pay for my training to even be a teacher didn't get paid to do all the training that I did and then have to plan memorize all my classes and then don't get paid for that. Like your time adds up at the end of the day, it really does, I will say, like I was making 25 per class when I became empowered trained I started making 28 per class. When you are putting in all the work to make your classes different every single day, like it just becomes very um, draining. And you just feel like you're working a lot harder than what you're getting. How and,
0: many classes were you teaching when you were at Pier Bar a week?
1: Um, 12. Okay, a week, sometimes more my franchise had to like my owners, they had two studios. So I would I had my main studio that I had like 10 classes a week at and then sometimes I'd go to the other studio and teach like four or five there a week as well so it was just kind of depend
0: and then did you only because I know anyone listening like every gym and like trainer and boutique fitness is different did you ever have to do like any sort of like floor hours or anything where you like not floor hours, but like, did you get paid for anything else besides teaching? Or was it strictly just for like the hour that you were teaching?
1: So it was just for the hour that I was teaching. Um, I always had another job though. So I would work desk a lot to like make extra money. Um, I would, I had another job where I was like, basically a personal assistant for this He's a. Oh yeah. Blogger for a little bit when I was doing that. Um so yeah, it was I always was doing another job. <laughs> um yeah. fitness on its own, like it's
0: Brandon learned that very quickly. Like fitness on its own is very hard to make a good amount of money when you first get started. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no just, matter
1: what you're doing, I feel sure. like. Depending on like what you're doing, also it like the pay really varies. So like, I know for bar, you know, like paid for training, the pay is not great, but I can talk about other pay from what I currently do. And also from other people that do other things that I know can talk about that in just a second. But yeah, it, it was, it's so fun. And I love, love, love my coworkers. I loved my clients so much. Um, And I loved the workout. I wouldn't have been a teacher if I didn't believe in the technique and the workout itself. So um, yeah, I it was great. I miss like taking class a lot. Sometimes I'll like go like drop into a class every once in a while. But it's yeah, it was like when I I can talk, I'll get into why I left in just a little bit. But um, I'm really like grateful that that's how I started because I it gave me the confidence to pursue more um, and I didn't I really didn't know how fulfilling it would be and how much I would actually love it
0: Woo-hoo. my butt is falling asleep <laughs> like the way I'm sitting <laughs> the way I'm sitting is uh, killing my back so yeah I'm Sorry like saying. that Comfy the way I'm sitting, I should have sat on like a pillow or a blanket, but you know, it is what it is, anyways. Okay,
1: so yeah, I had been teaching Pure Bar for almost a year when I finally finished my personal training certification. Um, heads up to anybody that does NASM. <laughs> uh there it's just stupid because it says it's the most recommended one, and you can do it, but honestly, I think it's kind of a scam. They always have a deal. Do it and get it done. A lot of this uh a lot of the things that NASA tests you on is not it's not the stuff that's going to help you when you are a personal trainer, and that is something that I've had to do. The work for myself, so just know that that's something I honestly wish I would have done this before. I didn't know. I don't know why I didn't, but I'm not a very good test taker. I never have been. I literally went to therapy for test anxiety when I was in middle school. So if that tells you anything about my testing, it's that. Uh, but I so I got the program in September of 2020. I was also planning a wedding, I will say this, y'all. I was planning a wedding and then I became a peer bar teacher. Was supposed to test out for NASM. Got an extension all the way to August, I think. Took the test, didn't pass it. And I had to get a new edition because I didn't pass it. And when I say I didn't pass it, I did the math. I missed four questions away from passing. So that was really annoying. Um, Yeah, we love to see it. I got the seventh edition, so spent more money. This is why it's a scam. Uh, And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to YouTube this time. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that before? Went to YouTube. uh, This really great fitness channel called Show Up Fitness helped me a lot. Uh, The guy that does like run, it's his channel and his gyms and his programs that he helps people pass this test and then help help trainers actually know what they need to be doing to be successful as a personal trainer. He's a lot. Um, Very, uh, really like obnoxious, but so helpful. So if you are looking to take a, a personal training test and he—it's not just for NASM that he helps with. He does ACE and all whatever other ones there are. There's so many out there, um, but he, his channel is to help people pass the test successfully and then, over all of that, become a successful personal trainer. Um, so really cool idea, insane guy, but helped me pass the test and do what I do now. So, um. But wish I did that, did it, finally passed the test, but I had to study a little bit more because I had a different edition, so I had to make sure I knew all the new stuff. Finally passed it, I think, in, like, February of 2022, so it was a long, a little bit of a long process for me, but we got here. Um, (laughs) Passed the test, I had... After three days of passing the test, I got my certificate. The very day that I got that certificate, I applied to Orange Theory. Um, and three days after that, I got a call from one of our regional coaches about setting up an interview, did a phone interview, came into the current studio that I am a coach at, and got the job, and I went to training in April of 2022, um, coached my first class on my own on May 1st of 2022. So been a coach a little over a year now. Kind of said this at the beginning, but I literally got my personal training cert to do group fitness training. Uh, Some... Group fitness require you to have a personal training certification, um, and I mean, makes sense, right? <laughs> but for things like bar, I I didn't have to have it. For if you want to do spin, you don't have to have it. Um, I have a lot of friends that teach cycle bar. Yoga. You don't have to have one. You have to have a yoga certification. M is working on that currently.
0: I'm also procrastinating it, like how you are procrastinating, how you procrastinated your NASM.
1: But you know, it's okay. I'm just. It's so. It's really so bad. And it's funny because I'm a very like motivated individual, but uh, just like it's so funny because I talk about how like I want to go to grad school and. My mom was like you hate school i'm like no i don't hate school i just hate studying like i love learning i hate studying or i like hate homework so when
0: i get in these phases and i'm sure maybe you had the same thing when you were like working on your NASM, but i have like weeks where literally i think it was like a week or two ago i got a whole bunch done i sat there for like two days in a row one time and like like one day well two days in a row like two days and got a whole bunch done, and now I haven't looked at it since.
1: Do you know what's so annoying is that I will actually be more productive if I go somewhere. I know. I've been meaning to do that. And get stuff done there. I will be so productive somewhere else. Like When I was in school, I had to go work on stuff in the library or I had to go work on stuff somewhere um, that wasn't in my apartment or in my dorm or whatever. I just – was not productive in my house which is unfortunate but like I can be but I just get too distracted and if I go somewhere I'm like oh I have to be doing this because there are people around me Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's like if I'm not studying they're gonna be like I mean I'm sure they don't care but they're gonna be like why is that girl on her phone you know like (laughs) um so that I was always always like that in college that's how I was when I was studying for my personal training I it's just unfortunately who I am I wish that I could start doing something and just run with it and get it all done in one night everything that I said I was going to but it just doesn't in my nature. Well, and it's a lot of information thrown at you, especially when you're
0: working on it at your own pace because I sometimes don't think I pace myself the right way. I think I tend to almost do a little too much and then I'm like, whoa, I just, I just do too much and now my brain needs a break. And then that's why I take long.
1: Yeah. It's like, did I actually retain any of that? And then you revisit it and you're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Um, So what are your current experiences i guess since you're at orange theory you can talk and touch on your current experiences there but i guess your any other thoughts you may have about your current experiences any thoughts you have on orange theory pure bar now what you maybe you want to do you plan on staying at orange
1: theory all that stuff yeah so um yeah again ultimately like group fitness the community and everything that's what I just really loved about it I um when I became a coach for Orange Theory I didn't it was never I'm planning on leaving Pure Bar I wanted to do Orange Theory because I loved the workout I thought it was amazing and i was like this is really cool community to be a part of my mom started doing orange theory she's a person that brought me to my first class and that when i went i fell in love with it i was like this is great i'm dying um super fun time i want to be a coach that was my first thoughts upon taking a class so um i never was like i'm gonna give up pure bar to be an orange Theory coach that was never my thought and i'm thankful bar taught me a lot i'll say like my training process for Orange Theory was so easy because of my training process for Pure Bar and the amount of work that that took. Um, So when you're training to be an Orange Theory coach, you're mostly just training how to run a class in the format that um, it is all the classes, the coach is not making up that workout, corporate, Puts out that workout, and every single day at every single Orange Theory all around the world, they're doing the same workout. Um, so that's kind of cool <laughs> um, that I didn't have to do that. Now I know the template when I go into coach, I don't just like, you know, wing it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I never was going to quit Pure Bar i started coaching more though and i saw my paychecks and with orange theory how at least how my franchise and i have a pretty big franchise in houston um, you are paid by a number of people in your classes and this is um true to a lot of other group fitness places um i think some people that i know at spend it maybe not maybe not at cycle bar but I know like some Pilates studios do this, um, but you're paid by a number of people in your classes and X amount per class, 20 or more is your like 21 plus is your top um, pay. And then depending on your franchise, you can get every like after two years, you start making more. If you become a head coach, you make more per class. It's, a whole thing, um. So, that was really cool that I saw, and I wanted to start picking up more classes at Orange, and ultimately I was exhausted at Pure Bar. I I taught five thirty two days a week, um, and I was going from Pure Bar to Orange, um, and then I would open at five a.m. at Pure Bar once or at Orange once a week when I first started coaching. And then I was working on Saturdays. Also, the only day I had off from everything was Sunday, which is challenging. Um, And I've had to kind of learn how to balance that. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But it became a lot, it became overwhelming. I also then got cast in Kinky Boots. when I had begun to want to cut back for Pure Bar and coach more orange classes, um, I really was not planning on leaving. I just saw a lot more opportunities to grow with Orange Theory that I didn't see happening with Pure Bar. Mm-hmm. And it did have to kind of come to a point where I was like, what is more beneficial for me, for me and Zach? Um, you know, financially, I mean, like, guys, our economy is not great right now. Like, you do have to think about those things. So especially when you're in your 20s, and trying to build something, um, and it kind of feels impossible to do that. So um, there was also like those little things that um, I had to think about also, where if I went full time with Orange Theory, I was going to come into a little bit more money than I was doing part time with Orange Theory and Pure Bar together. So it was just that. um, That was like one of the biggest things. Um, I kind of wanted to like phase out and maybe sub for Pure Bar. But I'm not going to go into everything that happened when I quit. Um, And I have no like bad blood at all for Pure Bar and my franchise or whatever. Again, like i miss my coworkers. I love the clients, everything. So um, I think there was just, it got to a point where it's just like, okay, like I just need to leave. Like ultimately this is what is going to make sense for me. Um, And I have to unfortunately put myself first right now. And I'm a very emotional person and unfortunately can get attached to things like a job. When at jobs you are replaceable and like it's something, to hear that but it's true um so i yeah i just got like a little too attached and i was like okay i need to make sure where my priorities are so started doing just orange theory and uh i have been doing only orange theory since september of 2022 mm-hmm. and it's great i like really truly i i I mean, you have to kind of build your classes, um, right, on the schedule. So my studio that I'm at, um, I've been there for a year. Um, I know the members, like, very well. um, And I, like, have relationships with them. So I've been able to, you know, I guess talk to them to be like, Connect with them, and that helps build their class your classes, which you know when you make relationships with the members, it helps them want to come back to your classes so part of that is creating you know more people that come to your classes the more money you make <laughs> um, so um, that is also helpful with like being at my studio that I'm at um, so. Yeah. And I feel like I'm only talking about the money. It's like, not just about that. I think, um, but it's your job. Yeah, so it is. Like, it is like, it's
0: is a huge part <laughs> like, the <laughs> money is a huge part of it. If that's your, like your
1: main source of income. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, I really love my head coaches, um, that I've had, I love, love, love my studio. The location I'm at is, like, I just think it's top tier. The members are so great. I've been at a few other locations, and since our franchise is so big, I've subbed a lot of places also. And, like, those studios are great, too. Um, But I just really love my studio that I'm at. I will say it did kind of suck at first because um, they – kind of like threw me around my current studio. I've always been there, but I'd go to one studio on one side of town and then they're like, just kidding, we're gonna pull you off the schedule. Now you're gonna go here. Just kidding, we're gonna pull you off this schedule. You're only gonna be here. Just kidding, we're gonna put you over here also now. And now I'm just at my studio again. So it's just very, that is one thing that was, is like sometimes very frustrating and I can't speak for other franchises, but um, it just kind of comes with it. I've learned that you can like advocate for yourself and be like, I'm not doing that. And like, they can't do any, I mean, I guess they could do something about it, but (laughs) um,
0: it's going to be like, okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) so, uh, definitely don't be afraid to say you, if you want to go, if they're telling you to go to, one place and you don't want to go to, like, you don't have to. So just never forget to advocate for yourself. Um, it took me a while to learn how to do that. Hi, baby. Scout is crying. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mom. Um, also, I'll say with Orange Theory, you can make your own playlist. Pure Bar Corporate had playlists that you have to use um and everything's to the beat of music right so and like honestly the songs were so trash like the playlists were trash at purebomb oh really <laughs> some of them were good but it was just so i just i don't know like when i work out i want to be working out to like fallout boy panic at the disco like all my punk music or, like, I love, I love a good, good like, Britney-Gaga moment, and like, I mean, I would run on the tread for 10 minutes listening to All Too Well, 10-minute version, like, to be completely honest with you, but there's just some, like, random, like, EDM mixes, and some EDM mixes are bops, but the ones that Pure Bar had were just so, like, oh yeah boring, so, sorry, Pure Bar, make your playlist better, though, love you a lot, but... better music please yeah um so it's fun to make your own playlist if you have the time to you don't you don't have to we do have an app that we can use um with curated playlist on there that other coaches make um but it's fun to do that because I don't know I have more fun coaching when I have a playlist that just hits hard. When I go when I'm like, three, two, one, all out, let's go. And like the beat just drops. It's a great time.
0: I also like it's more creative Um, for you since you don't really get to make your own like workout like you're following a schedule like a like you're following a I don't know the the right word you're following a structure like you have like a structured like workout that you have to follow
1: but the thing that you can make your own is like the music you're playing which is fun I mean like on the workouts if you've if anyone's ever taken an orange theory class like every it says all the like times and parameters for the treads it says what the exercises are for the strength floor it says how many meters or how long you're supposed to row for so coaches are not just making that stuff and pulling it out of their ass they're <laughs> yeah, they're following, they're following, they're following a, a little guideline, which I think most people know when they are members. But, um, but yeah, I I really love I love I love coaching. I didn't think I always surprise myself. Um, I always joke about how I want to like. I mean, kind of the purpose of our podcast is doing it all right. We always joke how. I'm like oh like I want to go to school or like I want to like go be a teacher or whatever it might be and I'm like no I'm like so happy right now doing this, um, and it's great it's flexible. I mean the fact that my day can be over at like eight thirty <laughs> mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Um, so I mean like, again like the whole reason that I even looked to do fitness is because I knew it would be flexible to be able to also do theater. So just a very uh, yeah, overall you have to find your niche and what works for you, but I've definitely found, I feel like I've found the place that I finally fit in in this industry, and that's really cool. My last
0: that I would love for you to talk about or share is just any tips or advice for anyone who may want to do the same thing for me who's eventually going to get my yoga cert done or for anyone who maybe just wants to go to a class but is too afraid been there done that <laughs>
1: <laughs> the funny thing about going to classes is I think I was talking to you about this the other day M. Um, but I was like, I really want to go to a yoga class, but I'm afraid to go. Oh yeah. Which is so funny because you have literally taught classes.
0: Yeah. Not yoga, but like.
1: The hardest thing is like stepping into the studio and like you've made it here. And it's so funny how you can be one thing for somebody else and then just like not listen to your own advice. So I still get nervous to like try something new, but um, it's easier said than done to just like not be afraid. <laughs> um, but I if you want to do group fitness as a career or become a personal trainer I really encourage you to go and take as many classes of said group fitness class that you're looking for or maybe there's a few things that you like and see if you can Maybe get a few different packages like I got a 10 class pack for orange theory before I became a coach because I knew I wanted to be a coach one day so I was like, I'm going to use this and by the end of it, I'm going to hopefully be able to apply to be coach so definitely look at class packages um, class pass to try different things that you love. That makes me I was listening to a yoga
0: podcast a little bit ago and they have a whole episode on like wanting to become a yoga teacher all this stuff and all those things one of their main things they said about if you want to be a teacher instructor and i'm sure this goes for other fitness classes they were like go to the studio that you want to work at because if you just apply to a studio you've never gone to before no one knows your name they're probably not going to hire you if you've never even taken a class there so Yeah. yeah basically what you're saying but I was like oh shit like they're so right like I do start looking at other studios and probably adventuring if I want to potentially teach somewhere that's not at my gym so
1: yeah no I mean it's really I think it's really important that way you also kind of know the atmosphere right so if you're a member or a client somewhere you know you like that atmosphere like what if you walk into a completely new studio atmosphere and you hate it and then that's where you end up applying and that's where you end up working like you want to be somewhere that you know you're going to like going to um yeah every day for work so definitely go into the place where you think you would like to teach at coach at whatever that might be um try yeah try every workout when you find something you like that you think you could see yourself doing take as many classes as possible and talk to the instructors talk to the coaches uh and ask them what you need to do to be there you never know you could be talking to a lead instructor you could be talking to a head coach so it is always don't be afraid to ask those questions about how you do something there's a member at um my studio and she's like I really want to be a coach and I was like she's like how do you do that and I told her and she's about to take her NASA test so I mean I think she's like a perfect example of like going through the steps of being like okay what do I need to do to do this because I love this workout it seems so fun what y'all do and yeah so definitely don't be afraid to ask those questions um and also i will say when you take more classes the more you're gonna learn but yeah definitely take more classes i think you can learn so much from other coaches other instructors and it's little things like how they say different cues what their motivational cues are um if it's form technique options all the things um definitely encourage you to do that and also when you are working out think about everything i would say especially um if you are like lifting weights think about they talk about this in probably yoga but in pure bar and like anything more like low impact like pilates it's very big like mind body connection I think that is something that's really important also when you're doing literally any workout. You need to make sure you have the right body awareness because if you don't know what you're doing when you demo something or when you are talking a member or a client through something, they're not going to understand it if you don't understand it. So make sure when you're going through the motions and you're working out, pay attention to what your body is doing and what you're feeling um that is probably also one of the biggest things that helps um and then especially for classes like orange theory where you can be like on the treads for 23 minutes straight and you're dying um if you like don't know how that feels you're not going to be able to give be helpful on the mic um things like pure bar pilates where you are kind of constantly moving and your muscles are shaking if you don't if you're not aware and you're not taking that workout like you're not going to know how to coach people and instruct people through that movement and how to use their breath and stuff like that so yeah that's what that's all i got but go do it
0: (laughs) yeah just say well thanks for sharing all your insight and your experience and your wisdom with it
1: yeah you know, i guess I've been in the world for a little over two years now which is crazy well yeah. and you worked front desk at pure bar
0: for a while too so yeah before i went to new york i did so even like a little bit longer if you think about that
1: but like consistently yeah and like coaching and teaching yeah anyone yeah if anyone has questions, more questions about it, or just wants to know more about my experience with PureBar, my experience with OTF, with my NASM certification, any tips, tricks, feel free to message us on our podcast Instagram and also on me on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you about it. I love talking about stuff that I'm passionate about. So I'd be happy to chat with you on the processes and steps of how to get there
0: and all of those links are always in the little bio underneath wherever you are listening um but if you don't see that and you just want to hear what it is our pod instagram is doing it all pod and then you can find our other instagrams through there as well but Wow guys, we're not gonna be talking to you for a little over a month. So go listen, go re-listen to all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Tell your friends, share, all yeah, oh, things, and oh scout. And we will talk to you guys again in August.
1: Have a great rest of you summer, everybody.
0: Yes. Bye.